chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Duds podcast, the NASCAR podcast for the average fan. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick, and I honestly don't think we could have asked for two better races uh, on the Xfinity on Friday night and the Cup Series on Saturday. Yeah, it's uh, Bristol, baby. I mean, uh, holy crap. I mean, I'm trying to remember the truck race, if it was good or not. Yeah. Like it's been so long ago. Like how, how do you have a race on Thursday? It seems like last year they raced. I'm trying to remember how, like who, what happened? To uh, the, uh, um, the Kyle Bush boys cheated. John. Hunter oh, Hunter that's right. That's cheated. right. That's yeah. right. Chandler Smith. Yeah. So that was a crappy one, but we, they made it up for it by having two good ones. Yeah. Two pretty badass ones and we'll get into it later, but just, just let them fight. Yeah, duke it out. So uh, we had a race on Friday. It was the regular season finale of the Xfinity race. And we kind of, of course, after, you know, we taped um, Friday morning because we messed up, didn't forgot that the truck race was going on. And then, of course, after we record, news is uh, broken. And that was Michael Annette, who was on the bubble to get into the playoffs, would not be um, in the race. He was replaced by uh, Josh Berry. So his playoff run uh, was over uh, shortly after we recorded. Yeah, it's sort of sad because when he was running, he was like a, a sixth, seventh, eighth place type car. So he would have been competitive, you would think, in the playoff. But uh, very sad. You know, reload for next year, though. Yep. So we get into stage one uh, racing at Noah Gregson that leads for the first four laps, but Daniel Hemrick uh, passes him who's flying. And then we get our first caution uh, on lap 10. Thanks to Brett Moffitt. Yeah. Um, Moffitt, uh, he had missed the last two weeks because of uh, health issues. Um, he was fired up to get back in the car. He'd been running strong before that, but no, nope, his day is done. And, and Hemrick, he is looking like, you know, he's always the bridesmaid, you know, yeah. never the bride. He's got like nine uh, second place finishes without a win. And I believe Dale Jarrett uh, had the record for the most second place finishes before a win on that circuit with 10. So, Hemrick, this could be the day. You yeah. Know? Yeah. We have a uh, lap 17 restart. He gets a huge jump, followed by Justin Allgaier. And then uh, 19 laps later, Hemrick is held up by Jade Buford, and Allgaier puts the bumper to him. Uh, so he passes him and Justin Haley. Yeah. And uh, Buford, <laughs> um, he early on, he was the guy um, and it'll be like David Starr again tomorrow. He's just always on the screen, even though he's not in the lead pack. Lap 41, we get a ca uh, competition caution. Algar's out front <laughs> and then... <laughs> We got Spencer Boyd in the beer pong toss. He removed some equipment from the pit. That equipment being a freaking gas tank, <laughs> and it is leaking gas everywhere. So we got a super long yellow. Uh, the poor safety guy, he falls down. You ever see that winter scene with the two joggers and their pretentious douches, and they're talking about how the the oh yeah the, yeah. The best yeah, yeah. weather to run in because it's soft on your feet. The news yeah. interview, right? 
Yeah, and yeah. Does an interview, and then, she and then they run her. away. <laughs> yeah, and the girl, the lady, immediately falls on her ass, and I just chuckle. I can watch that all day because there, there's no such thing as good running weather. I could tell you. Yeah, um, and definitely not snow. But this poor safety guy, he's just out there for people's safety, and he bites it, and then they reshow it. Like let him, like <laughs> let his humiliation just be confined to the people. They're at the last great Coliseum. Don't give it out to the whole world. Like, how rude is that? Anyhow, um, yeah, very sad. <laughs> Just thought, I, prayers to that guy if he listens. Yeah, I think he does. Uh, but yeah. uh, so the uh, competition caution came out on lap 41. 11 laps later, we have a restart. Uh, it's Justin Allgaier, Daniel Hemrick out front. But then Sam Myers flying by people up top. Yeah, he's the only guy up top. They got the... Uh, uh a 13 uh action compound on the on just one it didn't even look like a whole lane it was like three-fourths of a lane and everyone was just sticking down below but not sam air he's up top and he he flew by like eight cars on that restart and then on lap 77 uh josh barry is smoking uh he's up to 14 from the uh, rear of the field but gets black flagged yeah, he, he was going to try to make it, I think, the last eight laps. Um, but they're like, no, you're all smoky. Um, it was like, do you ever play the video game Spy Hunter? No. Jeez. Was that on, like, Atari? One of the best arcade what? games ever. What's that? Wasn't it an Atari or whatever 80s uh, video game system? No, it was like a video game that you would play at, like, a Chuck E. Cheese. Wow. And you were a spy and you were being chased by bad guys. And you had uh, three different things you could use. You could use the oil slick, you could use missiles and guns, or you can use a smoke screen. And the bad guys wouldn't know where you were at because there was smoke. But it was like that. And then the guy's like, I got a black flag, yes, spy hunter. Yeah. Allgaier so wins the stage. He's followed <laughs> by Hemrick. What's that? No, I was just laughing. I said, oh, yeah, it sounds just like it. <laughs> Allgaier wins the stages, followed by Hemrick, Haley, and Mayer. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, stage one. Yeah, so then we get to stage yeah, two. And with this race, we, oh, I was going to say, with this race, there is no uh, suspense because the three guys are going to get in. The only suspense is if there's a, a new guy that wins. So we're not going to go deep into the, uh, the stage points and shit because yeah. that, yeah, there was. All right, so stage two, Jeremy Clements uh, takes no tires on the stop in between stages. He moves up 10 spots and then Alpha Prime. <laughs> Alpha Prime. They, uh, Tom, Tommy Joe Martins, he spins out BJ McLeod on lap 103. That's our uh, one of multiple Alpha Primes today. Yeah, and then we uh, get restarted six laps later. Justin Allgaier slide jobs it, and Daniel Hemrick, who's always the bridesmaid, never the bride, takes the lead again. Uh, yeah, I think this could be the one year he, uh, he or the race he finally gets that wedding band. Uh, and then <laughs> Maddie Mills, love this. You know, rarely do you get something like this this early in the race. Lap 110, he's got a uh, yellow flag. Uh, he brings it out because he... I didn't know that he actually got wrecked uh, by Spencer Boyd, but he thinks he got wrecked by Spencer Boyd. He goes to throw a water bottle at Spencer Boyd, but he hits the wrecker. Like, <laughs> so he's like, 
he's like stalling while the cars are going around on a caution lap because he wants to see Spencer Boyd again. And like the people are like, no, you got to go to the healthcare center. And he's like looking around like he's going to make a run for it. And they're trying to corral him. And then as soon as Spencer Boyd comes by, he gives him the middle finger, like my favorite finger. He's just rocks it hard at Spencer Boyd. And I feel like Spencer Boyd could tell that Maddie Mills was doing it harder than he's ever done it before as yeah. far as giving someone the middle finger. <laughs> Epic television. Yeah. And then this is where they show the around Bristol where they have the uh, the banners for all the fights that have happened, like Tony Stewart throwing his helmet. Yeah, I thought those were retired thrown helmets. I thought <laughs> they don't have retired numbers. They have retired thrown helmets. Which is pretty badass and fitting for Bristol. And one thing I noticed, it sort of gets old. Like NBC, did you notice that they do the same things on the Xfinity race and the uh, – the, uh, yeah, because they showed it Sunday or Saturday night too. The banners and shit. Well, not even that. Like the Rutledge Wood talked about the drivers up being spotters, and they did something with Dale Jarrett, and like they do the same little oh, spiels yeah, yeah. in both races. It's like I just saw that yesterday. Well, they're probably expecting <laughs> people to not be as committed to NASCAR as we are. Only yeah, watch we watch, so you don't have to. Yeah. Lap 117, Hemrick fires off with no trouble. He's always a prize babe, but not today. <laughs> Lap 136, guess who holds him up again? It's not Alpha Prime. <laughs> no, Jay Buford, Spike Cooler Vodka. Allgaier <laughs> <laughs> slingshots by him. Maybe Allgaier made a deal with Buford. Um, I don't know, because it just seemed like he kept helping him. Lap 154, Allgaier gets sideways. He's not happy with Joe Graff. But he wasn't clear. Yeah. I think it was his fault. Yeah. I mean, like, you can only go so far. Joe Graff was up against the wall. He couldn't go any higher unless you want him to slow down, and there's no reason he should slow down for you. Yeah. And then, uh, so we see some guys short pit before the end of stage two, and that's Jeb Burton, Harrison Burton, Riley Herb, Sam Mayer, and Jeremy Clements. We restart. Uh, with Hemrick out in front of Allgaier, and Hemrick ends up winning the stage. Looks like it's going to be his day. He's followed by Allgaier, Gregson, Haley, and Sindrick, and also Dinger. Yeah. Uh, so Dinger is still five. That's the other place yeah, we yeah. had suspense. I lied. Um, at this point, Dinger is five points ahead of Sindrick with one stage to go for the regular season title. Yeah, that was the uh, – it gets pretty uh... – Climatic there at the end, but uh, Justin Allgaier and Noah Gregson get caught speeding on pit road. It is Noah's first speeding penalty of the year and Allgaier second. And that makes it tough to win when you have to go to the rear of the pack uh, right before the third. And it is funny, once again, having to hear Junior talk about his two drivers speeding. <laughs> but then he referenced, I don't feel so bad that I sped last week because he got caught for speeding. Yeah. And I still cannot believe how archaic because they they explain it every race and they show the lines. And if you go at the middle part, the same or the inside, the same amount of time as you do the outside, you get a speeding because you cover less distance. I was like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> so we restart speed. I think it's stupid. Well, let's go back to the old days in NASCAR where you just go as fast as you want. Oh, my God. And guess who got a lot of, of uh, did you see who got a lot of airtime? Not really airtime. They were in their number 90 car. Uh, no. 
friend of the program, Bobby Hillen Jr. They kept showing Dale Jarrett throw his helmet at him. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so we reset, uh, restart with uh, a lap 180. Justin Haley gets out in front of Riley Herbst, pushed by Sam Myers. Sam Myers says F it and passes Haley uh, on the outside. And then uh, on lap 198, who brings out the yellow? Ugh, Carson Ware. And then our guy. Elbow 32 laps, <laughs> 32 laps uh, later, Sam Meyer gets into Tommy Joe Martins, allowing Cendric to get the lead. Cendric and Meyer each get into the wall. Meyer a little bit harder than Cendric, but both of them save it. Yeah. And then, uh, we get at lap 238, we get a uh, what a spin out. <laughs> As our friend David Starr and Tommy Joe Martins in the uh, Alpha Prime car. <laughs> Uh, get into it so everyone comes into pit uh Cendric is out in front and then uh steve latart on the nbc broadcast says uh, aj allmendinger's having a quiet night which uh seems a little foreshadowing yeah that might be a little foreshadowing and it was funny because when the star and alpha prime got into it they showed what happened last week when uh david star cock blocked <laughs> alpha prime as he tried to get his first uh yeah God, so then Optim- uh, Optimus Prime was my favorite uh, transformer. So then uh, we see uh, Austin Cendrick start to pull away. <laughs> and then the uh, uh, with six to go, this is where the excitement really starts to happen. We think that Austin Cendrick's going to win. But then with four to go, teammates, Justin Allgaier and Sam Meyer uh, get into it and a yellow comes out. So we get overtime. Yeah, it uh, it looked like I had Cindric. I was like, I had it jotted down. I was ready to leave. I was like, this race is over. Yeah. But no, not is there anything more exciting than overtime racing at Bristol? Nope. And it proved to be awesome. So we get to overtime. Almondinger chooses the inside. Cindric uh, is outside on the restart. Uh, Cendric gets out front first, pushed by Allgaier. Almondinger uh, charges on the inside and runs Cendric up into the track. So Dinger is now in front with Allgaier and Cendric banging hard behind him. Yep. And then uh, ending the final lap, what you got is Dinger out front. And now Riley Herbst joins the fray. You got Herbst, Allgaier, and Cendric three wide. Allgaier and Herbst start banging. You know, they're just banging over here. That lets Cindric break away. He re-engages Dinger, and he is coming hard. He remembers what happened the last lap. Yeah. And he is coming like a he is coming like an untethered tether ball at uh at <laughs> Cindric uh, has yeah, Cindric has great grip on the bottom. He pulls up to Dinger's inside door as they're coming off turn floor and uh turn four and slides them as they approach the finish line. So Dinger spins out. They were both sideways. Uh, Dinger gets the win, and then all hell breaks loose into turn one as uh, Almondinger gets hit by two or three cars, and I think he got hit by another collared car as well. Yeah, he did. Gets out, uh, gets hit as well, but Dinger wins the race in the regular season championship, and the last thing I want to say before we get into the playoffs thing is Cendric earned the Kyle Busch Award of the weekend for being the whiniest bitch postgame. Yeah, yeah, he whined hard. He saved it at the end because you know what? It always talk about how awesome the fans are. And uh, yeah, he saved it at the end. 
it was amazing too because they started booing him because he was bitching about the two teammates wrecking each other and then almond dinger and it's like dude it's a regular season finale like you just expect them to give it up with no like this is bristol baby all the fans were booing them and stuff and then they started cheering again and it was awesome yeah and uh i i think it's sort of cool but i think it's sort of tainted when they it's more so we'll get to it in the uh, the cup race when they have the interviews over the stadium loudspeaker i i don't know you don't like i just i I, like we mentioned it sort of gets wwe-ish and i don't want us to be wwe yeah but or wwf either one yeah save the pandas So the standings for the playoffs, Austin Sendrick and A.J. Allmendinger are tied for first right now. They are plus 39 above the cutoff. Allgaier's plus 15 and Gregson plus 12 to round out the top four. Justin Haley is plus 11 and Daniel Hemrick plus 10. If the playoff ended uh, before they started, the Burtons would be the last two above the cutoff at plus three and plus two. Yeah, and I, I want to get into the – I'll get into something right after I finish this out. Snyder is below the cutoff at minus three. Jones is minus five, Herps minus seven, Clements minus eight. You know, the other day we couldn't figure out where the Kevin Harvick point came from. Yeah. So I did, I did not know that. I looked everywhere they explained points. I couldn't find any anywhere. Like finally, they showed a graphic uh, towards the end of the race. You know how we make a big deal that if you get 15 points, if you win the regular season. Yeah. Well, it's not 15 or nothing. You get 15 for first and you get 10 for second. Oh, so you don't get 15 points for winning. You only get five more than second. Like all this time, they've been making a big deal. Yeah. So that one point came from Harvick finished whatever, 15th or 16th. So huh. he got a point. He finished 15th. 16th gets zero points. 15th got a point. So huh. that's where he got his effing point from. That's stupid. Yeah. I think it should be 15 for the winner, nothing else for everybody. Yeah, else. that's what I thought it was. That's what I thought they were going balls out. You're racing yeah. that hard for fucking five points. <laughs> so that'll be interesting to see the playoffs start and next week they're in Las Vegas. Um, we will preview the playoffs for you on Friday. Saturday night, we had just another exciting race uh, with the cup. Uh, Chase Elliott's strong early, and Martin Truex, who was on the pole, is falling back. He's back to 10th at the competition caution which comes out on lap 41. Yeah, and the competition caution saves Kurt Busch because he's getting ready to get lapped. Um, and then uh, Tyler Reddick, another playoff guy, he can't hear his crew chief, which, you know, in some cases that's good. In this case, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, maybe his crew chief just didn't want to talk to him. He was like, oh, hey, I can't hear. Yeah. I was like, Man, I, uh, that's crazy. They, yeah, they said he can only hear every third word. <laughs> so he's, he's doing the uh, – you ever see – oh, forget it. No, go ahead. No. No, our, our listeners really like your obscure references. I mean, spies like us. And no, uh, Chevy no. Chase is pretending to be an interpreter, but he doesn't know what's being said. So he pretends like his mic isn't working. So he's like, and he, yeah. No, but it's like awesome. spies like us. One of the best movies from the 80s. Like, we were enemies with uh, Soviet Russia. And so this is a good movie because it gets into deep into the weeds on that stuff uh, i'll be sure to watch that in the off season yeah so uh joey logano they all come into pit he drops from third to 22nd on a pit stop 
something with his rear caliper making it hard to put the right rear tire on seems problematic yeah i you know they're like oh is caliper hose and they're just naming all these randell parts that i've heard before but i've never assembled <laughs> i was like god ah, that sucks <laughs> <laughs> and then on uh, lap 84 we see our friend david Starr in the waterburger car uh he cockblocks chase elliott and allows kyle larson to take the lead followed by denny hamlin yeah um good to see the waterburger car in two races and we saw the waterburger car a lot <laughs> yeah. like i think we saw it more than the leaders uh lap 92 hamlin able to get by larson while they're uh, they're both trying to get by Corey lajoy Larson and Hamlin duke it out the last five layups of the stage, but Hamlin prevails. Yeah. So Hamlin, Hamlin, Larson, Elliott, Kozlowski, Blaney, Harvick, Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell, Martin Truex, William Byron. You recognize all those names? Yeah, they're all playoff guys. They're all playoff people. So then uh, in between stage one and two, Denny Hamlin loses three spots on the pits. Chase Elliott gets caught for speeding. He has to go to the back. Yeah, I, I said he feels like he got caught speeding for 69,420th time, but I forgot he's not that guy. No, that's he, Martin Truex. He's the guy that doesn't yeah. pass inspection. Yeah. 60, so he passed inspection this time. Yeah. He's like, F it, we'll get the speeding thing instead. Yeah, he usually goes to the back before stage one. Not yeah, he stage. likes being in the rear. Yeah, Truex, the guy that speeds more yeah. times than anybody else. And then uh, you may kind of mention it, but David Starr, man. He got so much TV time. Yeah. If you're at a sports bar and you're like trying to watch college football on one TV and NASCAR on another TV and then another college football game, because there's like 420 college football games on, on Saturday. If you just kept looking up at the screen screen, you would think David Starr was leading the race because he was always in front of the leaders. Yeah. But he wasn't. Which is good for Whataburger, man. Get that publicity. Yeah. Yeah, he got passed more times than someone getting plucked by the Rose of Philly. <laughs> um, so we see uh, Brad Keselowski is leading briefly, but then it's Denny Hamlin who's looking strong again. And then uh, midway through the stage, there's an incident with Ryan Newman, Bubba Wallace, Daniel Suarez, and Cole Custer that brings out the yellow flag. Yeah, and then uh, Al, uh, Eric Almarola, playoff guy, right on the bubble. I'm rooting for him. I don't know if you are. But he has to change a fluid hose and yeah. he gets a lucky break because his fluid is on the track. So they got to try to dry it out. This is going to take like a couple laps. But so like, oh, my God, they're going to go to green flag and like, nope, they're not going to green flag. Eric's fluids on the ground. So he uh, he's able to change it and stay on the back of the lead lap. Which is uh, lucky for him, as you mentioned, he's on the bubble. So we restart on lap 182. La uh, Kyle Larson dominates again. He's untested down the stretch and wins his 14th stage of the year. Yeah, unstoppable. Um, he, he's starting to look like back in May. It's Larson, Hamlin, Kozlowski, Byron, Elliott, Harvick, Blaney, Bell, Reddick, Kyle Busch. I don't know if you recognize all those names. Those are all playoff guys. All playoff guys. Poor so, Tyler Reddick, he has trouble. He has to double pit at the uh, stage break. Well, what happened to him? Oh, he had a loose lug nut. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we know those guys. Or a lug nut not properly installed. Yeah, on lap. Well, no, because it's not a penalty yet. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. up until then, it's a loose lug nut. And then uh, 
lap 260 we restart kevin harvick who i don't think we chose him for the paint scheme but that subway car looked pretty badass yeah, i'm just a- a- averse to subway and jared and what he did with those young people <laughs> uh but he's out in front of ryan blaney and then blaney takes the lead five laps later um pretty clean racing lap 308 harvick is back out on front and then lap 336 so about 30 laps later kyle larson passes harvick and look david stars there's <laughs> david star again <laughs> lap 364 a guy in a badass paint scheme quinn Hauf, uh in the boss hoss cycles he has a tire go down he spins out on the pit road it was a pretty fancy move um that he almost pulled off christopher bell misses his pit box how do you miss your pit box it's not like it's the first time you're down pit road but he drops yeah. all the way out of the top 15 and he had been running fifth yeah it, it's at this point like him and another guy kyle bush like they're on the fringe of the playoffs and they have some missteps yeah so we restart, uh, restart with 130 to go, and it is Kyle Larson's show all over again. But uh, with 112 to go, Quinn Half makes another appearance. Yeah. I don't know. Poor guy. Tire cap cotton down, which leads me to believe there's something cutting his tire down. Yeah. So we, uh, with 100 to go, Hamlin cuts uh, right in front of trying to uh, pass Larson, and it's, for some reason the yellow came out right away. Yeah, it's weird because in like yeah, he cut his right front tire trying to pass him. Oh yeah, I didn't write that. It's very clear. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of other guys get a flat tire and they make them drive around really slow. Yeah, he, Hamlin gets a flat tire and the yellow flag came out right away, even seems, though he was still moving. Yeah, it seems a little interesting, a little suspect. Yeah, I found it odd. Yeah. They restarted with 93 to go. Larson hounded by Elliott. It looks like Hendrick's going to run away with it. Elliott passes Larson with 88 to go. I'm like, I've decided I'm going to get the honey Shiraka Bogo <laughs> wings at this point. Like, I'm like, I cannot wait to go. And I, I you know, I, Larson, I don't think Valvoline's going to give us anything free. <laughs> Subway, what are they going to do? Give us two footlongs? But you yeah, I don't think Subway was going to give us anything free. I think they're just doing it for advertisement. They don't want to give back to the fans. Yeah. So we're rooting hard for Elliot. Yeah, and those three guys have separated themselves with 50 to go. And then Kyle Busch, who, as you mentioned, was on the bubble, has a flat tire with 45 to go. Yeah, and this is where I was surprised. You know, back in the truck races, he was able to pull off the spinneroo to get the yellow flag out. And guess what? The yellow flag didn't come out for him. Yeah. Which means the flag man likes Kyle Bo- uh, Denny Hamlin more than Kyle Bush. Or maybe he just listens to the podcast and knows that we all hate Kyle Bush. <laughs> I don't hate. Hate's a bad word. I like all NASCAR cars, just some more than others. Yeah. And then uh, 35 to go, our uh, Hooters BOGO dreams are crushed as Kevin Harvick runs into uh, runs Elliott into the wall to pass him. Uh, Elliot has some damage on his car that gives him a flat tire. He has to pit under green. Yeah, his day is done. We get a similar uh, uh, Christopher Bell. He gets big damage. I didn't see where the big damage came from, but he also has to pit under green. All these people, they're on pins and needles uh, waiting for the end of the race. We have six to go. Larson's on Harvick's tail, and that's where uh, – Revenge is a 
dish best served immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chase is running a blockade on him. Harvick can't run his line. He's slowing down. Uh, Elliot's able to get on the inside of Harvick and pass him. And uh, Kyle Larson ends up uh, winning the race. And this is where things were awesome because um, they come down pit road. You know, uh, Kyle Larson's doing his victory lap. All the other cars come down pit road. Well, it just so happens that Chase is at the end of pit road and right up behind him is Kevin Harvick. And it, this is where it was awesome because they had a side-by-side -side camera of Larson doing like his spin out, like celebration burnout. And then on the right side was Chase Elliott and Kevin Harvick. And they both get out of their car. They start shoving each other. They, no, they didn't shove each other. They got into each other's faces. They were yelling at each other. And like, no, I, I know I wasn't, but like no one cared about Kyle Larson's like victory celebration at all. And they were just watching uh, uh, Chase Elliott and Kevin Harvick. Yeah. I mean, I, I was waiting for some, you know, they showed all the, the stuff. This was the time for Harvick to get, like a retirement thingy for his helmet or his gloves or something. Yeah. I was waiting for them to duke it out, but no, what happens? They have their little tiff, but then Harvick gets on his interview and he's acting like a badass, saying he wants to rip someone's head off. Well, you were four inches away from that guy five minutes ago. <laughs> and he didn't do anything. And but then it was anything. very similar to Saturday too, because they were all boo and Harvick because he was all pissed off that his teammates, those teammates actually worked together and all this stuff. But then uh, we saw a friend of the program, Jennifer Knoebel get some TV time because the two had another conversation closer to the uh, trailers and they were having a conversation back and forth. And then there was a media member who like pulled his phone out, like he was recording it. And yeah. Kevin Harvick got all pissed off and was like, Hey, put your phone down. And he's like, Oh, okay. So he put his phone. And he's down. like, no man, freedom of speech, man. Yeah. And well, he, then he, yeah. Like, he put his phone down and then they started having the conversation again. Then he just pulled his phone <laughs> back out again. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I, the, the douche, like the douchiest guy in the whole thing is the Kevin Harvick racing guy or Kevin Harvick Inc. guy. Oh, yeah, the yeah. guy in the white t-shirt just kept like making over dramatic faces anytime Chase Elliott talked. It's like, dude, you what are you doing here? Yeah. This is between like Chase Elliott didn't have a guy. Yeah. It's like when you're going to a mafia drop-off, like either each gets to bring a guy or no yeah. one can bring a guy. Yeah. So hey, Harvick's guy, go, you know, do some stuff somewhere else, man. And the best part was they interview Harvick first and then they interview Chase and then they go to Kyle Larson. So it's like, who <laughs> that Kyle Larson one, but he did win followed by Kevin Harvick, William Byron finished third, Brian Blaney, fourth, Alex Bowman, fifth, uh, Brad Keselowski, sixth, Martin Truex Jr. Seventh, Eric Jones, eighth, Denny Hamlin, ninth, Matt DiBenedetto, 10th. So I think both, didn't you pick Eric Jones as your long shot? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So both of our long shots finished in the top 10. Um, so good for them. Eight of the top 10 were, uh playoff drivers so as we head to vegas they made the cutoff last night or uh saturday night um tyler reddick eric amarola kurt bush and michael mcdowell no longer uh in the picture um all four hendrix cars uh are in, on to the next round uh as well as all four of the joe gibbs racing boys and all three penske yeah, Blaney, uh, Logano, and Kozlowski. It's basically the big dogs left and one uh, Stuart Haas guy. Yeah, Kevin Harvey. So, boo, poor poor small shop guys. You know, Ganassi, you're gone. 
Uh, front row, you're gone. Uh, whatever you are, you're gone. Yeah. So a little even- sad in that way. I uh, I was like the one that shocked me the most was Kurt Busch. Because yeah. like he was everyone's sleeper pick to be in the top four, even though he really wasn't a sleeper because he had run best the last two months. So we sort of got the tainted bush. We didn't get the good bush. I thought Al Marola was going to make it. He just had a bad pit. Well, it wasn't a bad pit strategy. He didn't come in, yeah. which was smart. But he said that next, like when they restarted, his tires and car wasn't doing what they were doing before. I It was amazing. Like they, the, I, I don't think it was the actual broadcast, but whatever was on after the broadcast, they interviewed every single freaking playoff guy. Yeah. And like the interviews just kept going and going. So I just kept taking it in as a sponge. Yeah. But yeah. Um, really excited for uh the next three. What do we got? We got Vegas, Talladega, and Roval. Uh, um yeah, Vegas, Talladega, and the Charlotte Roval. Yep. Yeah, so that I mean that uh cutting it down to eight, you might get a guy like Christopher Bell able to win at a road course, sneak in Talladega sucks for eric amarola he usually runs well there he might have snuck into the eight yeah sucks for michael mcdowell came really close to making it and he couldn't want to tell it that is it for our bristol recap we'll be back on friday uh we have three races this weekend out in vegas uh we did confirm that the truck race is on friday so we won't mess that up again uh but we have three races this weekend we'll be back to preview all of that on friday we appreciate you guys for listening you can uh subscribe to the podcast via spotify or apple podcast make sure uh, to leave us a five-star review you can also follow us on twitter and instagram at loose lug nuts pod and loose lug nuts podcast again we'll be back on friday we appreciate you guys for listening we will see you i grew up in texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain started running many stops when i was 13 and won a short track championship when i was just 16 i met a man named harry hyde he built a car for me sponsored by granddaddy hillens drilling company we ran in five grand nationals when i was 17 my talladega finish was the start of my big dream given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride